Hello and welcome to the Sherry's Truth Podcast, where we open our Bibles and talk about the beauty, goodness, and truth we find there. My name is Hannah Warren, and I am the marketing director here at She Reads Truth, and I also am the guest host for this bonus episode. Today, I sat down with Rachel and Amanda to talk about one of our all-time favorite things, the She Reads Truth community. Over the last couple bonus episodes, you've heard us go on and on about our love for our worldwide community of she's. But today, we want to talk about why we love community, what scripture has to say about it, and why we'd be so honored for you to be a part of it. Let's get to it. Today, I'm so excited to talk with you guys about one of all of our favorite things, the She Reads Truth community. Over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about how we got started, why we care so much about design, our approach to studying scripture, and now I want to talk about community. I know all those episodes have highlighted aspects of our community, but I want to talk about why it's so important to us. So thinking about all the way back to when we got started, we know that we originated from a tweet, but something that I love about that is that it was a sign that you didn't want to do it alone. So Rachel, Mm -hmm. why was community a founding thing for you when starting the movement of opening your Bibles together? That's such a good question. I guess I haven't really given that specific question any thought. I think it must be because the accountability helps. I think that there's something not just about the accountability because that feels like consequence or something like that. But I liked knowing that the community was moving forward and I didn't want to miss out on that. I liked that, you know, we may be in this chapter today, but we're going to be there tomorrow. And I want to talk about that chapter too. So there was something about a thing that was happening and moving forward and going, and I was excited to be a part of it. And, you know, even from that, like those first conversations on Twitter, you know, it was just the idea, you're right, of just not being alone, of going like other people are going to do this. I think we're just built for community. Yeah. I mean, whether it was intentional or not, I think that's what you led with. It wasn't there even a hashtag like this time we're doing it together, yeah, right? Yeah. And how that was so important. Amanda, as you were participating in that, like what drew you to that community? I think that it's just encouraging. It's so easy to put off something that is unseen like that. You know, we might open our Bibles on Sundays at church or if we're in a Bible study with other people. But when you're at home or at work or just like between Sundays, like we sometimes say, between Sundays, it's easy to let that slide because Mm -hmm. even though we know intellectually and even in our hearts that this is so important. It's just easy to let that go. And the encouragement of knowing that other women who also are in different phases of life and don't have it all together, because who does? None of us do. And just to know that they were also doing this. And then I think to keep us going, it was just, it revealed a different facet of God's word where we could see that different women were reading the same passage Mm -hmm. and we were all engaging with it. And God was ministering to our hearts in specific ways through the same passage. And that, once you experience that and see evidence of that, it is so motivating to keep going because you want more of it. It's a very like, oh, God's word is living and active and it is meeting these different people in different ways and to like see the richness of what was happening across many women. That was really cool. I like what you said, Amanda, that it's easy to put off something unseen. And that's something that we talked about early on, that idea of, you know, in our lives, you know, you can look at anything that you have to do today and measure it by how important it is and how 
urgent it is. And we all agreed, you know, that reading God's word is important. It's one of the highest important things, but there's something about it, maybe because it's unseen or because it's always there, because we have the luxury of it being here that makes it not urgent for us. And there are times in our lives when it's urgent, you know, in a crisis or something like that, then it does become urgent. But there was something about the community reading together that raised the urgency as well. And so what was important became both important and urgent. And that's when we made time for it. Mm -hmm. As a company, we, or our mission is that we are women in the word of God every day. Was that established at the very beginning? When did we claim that as what we were after? I think it was a couple months in. We pretty early. Yeah, it was pretty early for sure. You know, because at first it was just, hey, let's read the Bible. Mm -hmm. Like that was what it was. Because like this movement we're talking about wasn't like we've said in past conversations, wasn't something that we're trying to start, but that made itself evident to us. It was something that spirit was starting in us. Right. Yeah. And so I I remember it was probably about, you know, it started in June, June 1st. And then I think it was mid-July that you know, we were like, hey, you know, a mission statement wouldn't hurt. I hear that sometimes <laughs> organizations have mission statements. And I remember kind of sitting down and giving that thought. And I knew that it was women. Yeah. At the time, it was just women. And I knew that we were reading the Bible. And I knew that it was something that we wanted to do every day. I knew it was something we didn't want to. It was a daily activity. And so that's, I mean, women in the Word of God every day is what came out, which I love because it sort of answers the who and the what and the when mm-hmm. very clearly and very memorably. And that was the first mission statement I've ever written and maybe the last, but I, I love it. Yeah, I think something that I really value about our company is that we are women in the word, not just a woman in the word. And mm-hmm. while that's important for yeah. me individually to be in God's word, like when we open the Bible, like scripture talks about the importance of community. Where have you seen in scripture the importance for that? And how do you see it in our community? You know, I was just thinking about how when you run or exercise or do something, it's always good to have a buddy. Yeah. <laughs> because it can just feel like some days you might be super motivated and some days you might be like, I just, I don't really feel like it today. And we talk a lot about how we want to be women who open our Bibles every day on good days, mm-hmm. on crisis days, like Rachel is talking about, or like just on a day, a normal day or a hard day or a Monday or a Tuesday, anytime. And I think that we see it all throughout scripture, but specifically in the New Testament. I mean, Mm -hmm. Paul's letters, it's all over, you know, in like Ephesians and talking about unity and the body of Christ and how we need each other. And one thing that we've seen in the She Reads Truth community, because one of our values is that we want to be accessible to everyone. We have so many different women reading with us. We are not a product or an affiliate of a single denomination. Mm -hmm. We instead want to be just for women who want to read the Bible. That really is it. And so we get women from all different faith backgrounds and whose life experiences are all different. We get women of different ages. You know, Rachel and I talked in a past episode that we were both stay-at-home moms. And there were other, you know, that immediately kind of resonated with other stay-at-home moms, but it did not stop there. I mean, half of our community now are single women, and then those who are married, about half of those have kids. Like, it is not, you know, a mom's club anymore. It may have started that way for about five minutes. Yeah. (laughs) And then it quickly outgrew that. But, you know, we see in Scripture that 
we need each other. Mm-hmm. And so all of those different women and all of those different perspectives, all the different locations that they're reading from, times of day, circumstances that they're reading in, that informs the way that they engage and respond. And we have the benefit of learning from one another. I love the running analogy that resonates with me so much. If you're training for a race, you know, you, you need other people to be training with you and holding you accountable. And I like, you know, what the author of Hebrews says, let us run with perseverance, the yes. race marked out for us. And I think about that it is something that we are running together and we each have an individual race as well. So yeah. the the accountability is good. The community is good. But I am a woman in the word of God every day. And whether the community reads today or not, everything stops and begins right here with me alone with the Lord. I'm not communing with the community. I'm communing alone with the Holy Spirit. And I know that I'm not alone in doing that. And I love that comfort. But it's also really important for us to remember that our relationship with the Lord is individual. I think there's also something to be said about the solidarity that we find in the body of Christ and the unity that we find there, because we all live in this world that does not necessarily value God's word or the things of God or the values of the kingdom of God. And so to read, like Rachel said, individually, like my relationship with God's word and with God is my relationship. But because it's in the context of community, I constantly have women and men and the local church who are able to remind me when I forget or when culture or the world gets loud or the lies that, you know, we're prone to believe when those things get loud in our ear and we're able to look up from our Bible and look around and see that we are not alone and that, yes, this is important Mm -hmm. and yes, this is urgent and that, yes, this is our calling as believers is to know God and to bring his kingdom to bear on earth and to do that alone. I think it's so gracious of the way that God established the church in Jesus, like that family that he established and gave us. I just don't know how we would do it alone. Yeah. And we don't have to, which we're so grateful for. And that's one of the things I love most about this community is that whether you're 19 or 99, like people show up and open their Bibles together. And I don't know if we say it enough, but what we want people to hear is like, everyone is welcome. Everyone can open their Bibles, whether it's your first time reading the Bible or if you've been in the church your whole life, we want this to be a place where you can come to know the beauty, goodness, and truth that we find in Scripture. And over time, our community has grown. And I don't just mean in numbers. I mean in terms of the fullness of the kingdom of God and all the different women who are represented and present. And the thing is, is that I hope and I believe is just going to continue to become truer of our community as women are invited and brought in and brought to, we used to refer to She Truth as like this huge table where there's always room to pull up another chair and open your Bibles with us. And so as women continue to reach out and grab another and bring them to the table, our prayer is that that table and the women seated there, that we just continue to more closely reflect the fullness and the beauty and the diversity of God's kingdom. Hey, 
Hey friends, interrupting my conversation with Rachel and Amanda to remind you that while this episode is all about our worldwide community of she's, we're passionate about equipping men and kids with God's word too. In case you didn't know, we've got a collection of brands that are dedicated to equipping the whole family with useful and beautiful scripture resources. Save 15% on your next She Reads Truth, He Reads Truth, or Kids Read Truth purchase when you use the code FAM15. Now back to the show. Something that we can clarify is we love when women engage with us. We want them reading with us, commenting with us, but we also value real life connection. We value community outside. We value people getting face-to-face, having dinner conversations, reading and talking about God's word together. What would be your encouragement for women that are a part of our community that we value? What would be your encouragement to them as they are forming Christ-like community elsewhere? I love that. I think the biggie is that we never want She Reads Truth to replace real life community. That would be a big like, whoa, 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 whoa for us. You know, if someone wrote in and said, hey, I'm so grateful I don't have to go to Bible study anymore that Bible study is coming to me. Oh, you know, and then we would just like encourage that woman like, oh, no, like you'll see in scripture here, like it's important for you to live in in person community. And you want somebody that can look you in the eye and have conversations with you, tough conversations, somebody that can wrestle with scripture with you, who actually knows you in real life, who knows your walk, who yeah. knows the things that your personal background and experience. And so you can have a little bit of that online and we do get to know each other online, but there's nothing like living a day-to-day life with a person. And so the thing that is feel like the biggest win is when She Reads Truth actually enhances local community, enhances community that can't be local but wants to be. We I just got a Facebook message from an old friend who said, hey, I'm using She Reads Truth and my daughters live, you know, states away. My daughter-in-law lives in a different state and we're going to be doing the Women in the Word study together and we can do that by text because we all have the books. So that's an example of She Reads Truth enhancing actual community instead of replacing it. So there's lots of ways to join our She Reads Truth community, and we try to make it as simple and accessible as possible. We invite women to start today, read their Bibles, and then come back tomorrow and read again. And we say it really is that simple, and we do believe that it just starts with you opening your Bibles. But let's walk it out for some women, because we have some podcast listeners, maybe some Instagram followers that don't know what it looks like to partake or engage with the She Reads Truth community, let's invite them to do that with us. What would you tell a listener right now how to engage? What's the next steps for joining the She Reads Truth community? There was this thing I did uh, maybe a year or two ago where I just got out my notebook and I drew pictures of all the different ways that you can be a she in the She Reads Truth community. You know, and it was like, you can just be a girl who reads her Bible. You can be a girl who gets the emails and engages with the app. You know, and like, I tried to like imagine every scenario and it was like a game I was playing, like, which she are you? And you could like circle the one. But it was fun because it really is that varied. And I think that it's varied because our community is varied. Our life experiences are not just our life experiences, but our life scenarios are varied. And so there may be people who the best way that we can serve them is by providing a really good app experience because they have their phone and it's right there and they can do that with a little bit of time that they have. But there are people who don't want to spend their time in God's word on their screen. Like they don't want another app. They want a book. They want that analog experience where they can open and write and look back and have like a physical record, something to hold on to, something to remember where they saw that on the page. And then there are girls who like need the email. You know, there are so many different ways to engage with the daily reading 
And we were just talking this week, you know, but that is where the She Reads Truth ministry exists. It doesn't exist on Instagram. Instagram is a cool place to talk to our she's and to have, you know, some fun community and to invite them. But that's the thing. Like every Instagram post, every time we post a daily scripture from from that day's reading, that's meant not just to encourage the person as they're scrolling, but to invite them into the actual thing. Hey, thank you. We're glad you love this. Come and join us. Come open your Bibles with us, whether it's on the app, on the website, or in your book. That's where it's happening. Yeah, and I think an important note of clarity for people that maybe haven't engaged with us before is that we do give you resources to be in the Word every day. We're not just telling you to or suggesting you to. Or selling you to. I mean, there are free ways to be in the She Reads Truth community and get that experience at no cost. Yeah. We don't just believe in the mission. We walk it out. We do the mission, and we fumble our way through sometimes. We have lots of grace days, but we try to go first and being women in the Word of God every day. And that's what we want to invite people to do, not just recognize God's Word, but to be in God's Word and learn from God's Word. Yeah. So if you're interested in this and this sounds like, yes, I want to open my Bibles every day. I want to be a woman in the Word of God every day. And you don't know where to start or which of those all beautiful options which kind um, of are for are you. you. <laughs> right. If you don't know which person to circle, which scenario to circle on Rachel's beautiful diagram, I saw it then I would say the first thing to do is to go to the App Store or we have iOS, Android, but just go search She Reads Truth, download the app, take a look around. There are so many free features on the app. So you can, there's a full text Bible. That's where I go when I just want to look up scripture and read my Bible on my phone. I use our app. It's beautiful and I like it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so you can just take a look around, look at some of the free reading plans. You can look around at resources. And if you want, if that feels good to you to be able to just conveniently access the word, which I don't think there's any shame in that, to be clear, like it is okay that virtuality has become part of our faith walk. I think that can be a gift. Mm -hmm. What we're saying is just, you know, don't miss out on also the opportunity to open your actual Bible and hear the pages crinkle Mm -hmm. and underline the verses you love and have that record of your faith walk. I mean, it certainly doesn't mean not looking people in the eye, but the app has been a gift to millions of women, ourselves included. And so we love it there. You can get full access to everything, all the reading plans, all the current community reading plans for, it's about six cents a day. So you can just subscribe and that way you don't have to, you just start, you can be in it anytime, all the time, as much as you want. Now from there, you can go visit our shop where we have all of our printed resources that Rachel described. And we've talked about those in past episodes. So I'll try not to get into how wonderful I think those resources are, but that'll give you a look at the printed resources. And then like Hannah said, you can also read with us every day at no charge at all if you want to go to shereadstruth.com every day and read the reading or go there and subscribe to the email, which is also free and will just show up in your inbox. So those are practically kind of the four ways, the app, the printed resources, the website and the email that you can read with us. And the most convenient way, if you love the book experience, is to become a She Reads Truth subscriber, where every month we send you a new subscription box to help keep you accountable, to give you 
a resource to help you be unstuck and not have to to not get overwhelmed with what to read and how to read, just to show up and open up your book and be in God's Word. So every day when you wake up and you think, I want to be in the Word today, there's a study book right there within arm's reach, and you don't have to even think about ordering it. It's just there. You don't have to remember. And it's filled with resources and space to record your notes and your questions and your thoughts. So for our subscription box, She's, they are developing a physical library of books yeah. that's recording their Bible reading journey. And that is has just been so helpful that, to so many of us. Too. That shelf of their bookshelf is such a special, sacred little shelf. Yeah. And more than that, I think they're agreeing with God and His Word, saying like, this is for me. Like, yeah. I am a woman in the Word. The Bible is meant to be read and it's meant for right now. It's, it's an it's ownership. It's important and urgent. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we're not going to learn everything on day one or day 1000, like our relationship with God's word is a journey and we are all at a different place in our journey with God's word. And the beauty of being women in the word of God every day is that over time you begin to grow in your knowledge of God's word and your affection for God and his word. And almost in ways where I look back and It's not that like, oh, I'm so much smarter now, but I can see so many things in God's word and even in the world around me that I didn't have a lens for before. Mm -hmm. And so I just encourage you not to be discouraged by the long game, but really just take the day at a time approach. I have a bracelet on right now that says one day at a time. Mm -hmm. And that is the She Reads Truth model. You just read today and then tomorrow, you just read today again. Yeah. I think that's so important because our motto isn't to accomplish a good checklist or to perfect a quiet time, but it's about life transformation. And that's what we're seeing in our community. We're seeing restoration and celebration and grief and repentance and all the things that happen when you encounter Jesus. It's not about accomplishing a task or an item or the checklist of reading a Bible in the year, but it's about being in the Word of God every day. So I think that's where we where we wrap this is that it's an invitation and we want to invite all of the people listening. We want to continue to invite our current community to be women in the Word of God with us every day. So if you've been on the fence, if you don't know where to begin, just to join us, what would you say to our she's? I just want to brag on our community for a minute yeah. because from the very start, I have been blessed by the grace the sincerity, the earnestness of this community and the way that they truly do just want to know the Lord and they want to read and they they wrestle with scripture together, but in a gracious way. It is not a place to come and show all the things you know. Instead, it's become a place to come and like share the things you've learned, but also learn from one another. And the way that this community of women supports one another, prays for one another, grieves, like you mentioned, grief, Hannah. Our community grieves together, and it's a beautiful thing to grieve together, but standing on the foundation of God's Word. And And under the authority of it at the same time. Right, right. It is just such a hope-filled community of women. So I would say just don't miss that. And I think it really is a model that you can learn from and that it can influence your community of real-life women that you're walking with. Yeah. 
And I would honestly just end with a challenge. You know, they say it takes 30 days to create a habit. And we're also saying, hey, you only have to come today and then come again tomorrow. And it does take one day at a time. But, you know, like Hannah said, what happens if you're on the fence? I would say give yourself 30 days. Be a woman in the Word of God for 30 days and record that journey. And uh, whether it's in a study book or in just like a blank journal, whatever it is, give yourself 30 days to be a woman in the Word of God every day and see what the Lord does in your life. See how your relationship with Scripture shifts. Maybe take that first day and journal just about what is your current relationship with Scripture? What's your baseline? And then at the end of the 30 days and even along the way, now, what do you think about God's Word? How has it changed you? What is your new perception? Does it feel more than just important? Has it become to feel urgent? Give yourself 30 days and see what happens if you've been a woman in the Word of God every day. And honestly, Ray, like what better reading plan to be in the middle of for someone to just hop in? We are in the middle. We're in week three of a study called Women and Men in the Word, New Testament. And we're just reading stories of people in the New Testament. And it is a perfect time to hop in. You don't even have to go back to day one. You can, and I think you might want to at some point. But today, just go to the app, go to the site. We're reading about the rich young ruler. Come read about him with us. And then come back tomorrow, read about Zacchaeus with us. It's just that easy. Y'all, you've heard us say it a hundred times, if not more but we would love for you to read with us. We value reading in community. We value our community. We are just an enormous worldwide community of women in the Word of God every day, and we would love for you to be one of us. Yeah, come join us. Until next time, what do we say? Keep Keep opening opening your Bibles. Bibles.